0: Hello, and welcome to The Embargoed, the only podcast that gives you the unvarnished truth about the world of technology public relations. Our aim is to go behind the headlines to tell you what's really going down and have a little fun in an industry that often takes itself too seriously. Every Thursday, we touch on the top tech PR, PR headlines of the week, dissect the world of communications, and promise to never bore you with the details about which company announced what, unless, of course, we really like the what today is thursday march 8th no it's the 23rd right 25th, kevin all day yeah long. 20, 25th 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 somebody needs to update that in my script so today is march 25th and me and kevin about to re- let's start our show i shall leave you as you left me as you left her My room for Come!
1: Come! Well, that <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start the show, man! I, man, it's I, so I,
0: ominous and
1: intense. Is what I it is. I love that, man. I was sucked, <laughs> I was sucked in instantly and transported back to. You know, eight-year-old Kevin watching Star Trek. That was that for for all you people like under 40 listening, and I know I know there's a few of you out there. That's that's from the 1982 classic, The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek. And and that is a that is an iconic Ricardo Multibon William Shatner performance. And and we it's got a it's got a nice segue tie into our big pitch, but I just I love that clip.
0: I, I remember that and I just can't believe how long ago 1982 was. So <laughs> I mean
1: yeah. they're playing yeah, oldies music old,
0: now, yeah. So uh yeah, I used to love those Star Trek shows and you know I I, I even love the original TV series Star Trek and then I watched the new ones that came out with uh, Mr. Ball headed guy, Patrick, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um and those were fun too, but in my new world, I can't get my wife to watch that with me. So, <laughs>
1: Star Trek—it probably hasn't aged well. Like, first of all, I agree with you. I'm a—I'm a big fan of the t- TV shows, which were made before we were born. I gotta believe, right? Those are like made in the '60s or No, its probably in the '70s. '60s or '70s, um, but those were those were killer. And William Shatner, man, like I—I I, I gotta put—he's like—he's—he's he's like on my Mount Rushmore of actors. He's just the guy does it with so much passion, so much, you know, fire. And to see him like on that clip right there, he's like apoplectic, like it's just gonna burst, you know, like he's just in that moment, like he knew that Khan had bested him and he was devastated. And he was letting us know, man, I'm, I got, yeah, I got to give it up for Star Trek. It may not have aged well, but it's it's just fine. Yeah, it didn't
0: age well. You should go watch, uh, take notes on the misogyny that shows up in all of the, <laughs> the videos like oh my god she's He's so out. beautiful she's a beautiful alien that's gonna kill me I am William Shatner Captain Kurt I'm gonna yeah. kiss you <laughs> <laughs> without without your permission yeah without
1: your permission yeah and, yeah. yeah no you're right it's aged horribly man it's, it's aged horribly still
0: fun to watch though I mean it's just like the the skits and the little storylines and Leonard Nimoy you know Spock yeah. man like that guy what a character
1: Right, like he, he became Spock, like his whole life. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it holds a special place, I think, in pop culture history. Uh, well, I'm going Yeah.
0: Well, and it also brings us up to the big pitch in terms of what yeah. we're going to be talking about today. And right. Kevin, you brought this up. You want to set it up for everybody? Khan, why why we're listening to Khan and yeah. Star Trek?
1: Well, okay, so so uh, you know. I, what, I, what I like to do, Dave, is I like to kind of like, you know, grab the, the news of the week and, and, you know, connect it to some pop culture thing. I, I think it's just, a, it's, I don't know, it makes it easier for me to digest, I guess. But uh, this week, uh, President Biden uh, nominated a woman named Lena, Lena Khan.
0: Con!
1: there you go okay here's the rule it's a drinking game every time one of us says con the other one's got to either take a drink or yell con okay that's the game okay so so he, he you know there's like five seats on the FTC Federal Trade Commission and and he nominated this woman who you know clearly a, a credible candidate you know I think Yale and Columbia and she's a professor and but but she's known for Having written this paper as a few years ago about uh, Amazon and basically why they're the Amazon
0: antitrust paradox. I'm That's looking at it right now. Yeah. That's
1: the one, right. And so, you know, I just thought it'd be fun uh, talking about, uh, for our big pitch today, to talk about, you know, Lena Khan's appointment, what it means. God! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what, what, good job, man. What it means, what it means for. Uh, you know, to, to big tech, right? Are they are they shaken in their boots like Shatner in that scene? Be, you know, is 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 Lena Kahn... Kahn! you, you know, I forgot? That's too great. I was waiting. Damn, on, is, I was is, waiting for him to say
0: Kahn! Is, is
1: like she the son? Ricardo Montalban <laughs> here? Right. So so because. Look, the, the the serious point, right? And and you're going to tell us what you know about this here. But but antitrust in tech is not something new. Or antitrust in general isn't some antitrust in tech is not new, uh, and it's it isn't even recent in the sense that kind of Google and, uh, and and Amazon and you know Facebook they've had to answer questions about antitrust for the last several years. But it's back to the fore this week. And in fact, Dorsey and Zuckerberg, and I think Bezos, certainly the first two are in Washington today. Uh, answering questions um, on the same topic. So Dave, tell us, what do you know about antitrust as it relates to tech? And should big tech right now be concerned that the commission is stacking up uh, against them?
0: Uh, So first of all, I think you got to step back and say, like, do you think big tech has gotten too big? Right. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, like look, look, look look, what happened in this last election. Look at the influence that they have on yeah. discourse in America. Yeah. Uh, look at and then just look at what they own in terms of their influence on, you know, sucking up advertising dollars on the Internet. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you are. Who's who's taking all that money? And it's not the newspapers that we try to pitch to all the time. It's right. It's Facebook, it's Amazon, it's Google, right? And there's a bunch of you know uh, issues involved with how they collect our data and use it.
1: Is there any um, question that it's anti-competitive? I mean, in your mind, right? Like as big as Amazon, Well, Facebook- all right, so,
0: let, let's break this up in a couple of pieces, right? So oh. Facebook is definitely should have been prevented from buying WhatsApp and Instagram years ago. Exactly. Uh, And they sucked it up because they were smart and they knew that, you know, there was a competitor coming up that could have, uh, easily, uh, taken them on. I don't know about WhatsApp. Well, WhatsApp was a little funky. They're having a hard time making that, but Instagram is one where they're just making a killing off that. Yeah. Uh, Google did the same thing on YouTube. Shout out to all the early YouTube employees and you know, they're still not working. Um, but uh, same with Instagram, for that matter. Uh, but you know, those th- they just all of that fit into what they're doing, and they kind of dominate the web. On the Amazon front, there's a couple parts there. There's the retail front, which I, I'm not too sure that is yet an antitrust case. I mean, I there's know. plenty of retails out there, retailers out there, and it kind of shifted the retail landscape. But I think they're really close, Amazon, in terms of computing infrastructure with Amazon Web Services to almost be there, even though Microsoft and Google are trying to do their thing. Were Wait a second,
1: that- it, it's, it's, So the Amazon thing, I think you're right on AWS uh, for the most part, although you know Microsoft is, has been real competitive lately and probably will be for a long time in Google Cloud. I think is definitely positioned to do well over the long term also. But I think on the uh, on the kind of tr- classic Amazons on the retail side, I think I, I, you're right. I don't know the status of antitrust uh, legislation or litigation against them, but I, I can say that like, they've got to be the, I, I, to me, they are the poster child, right? The fact that Amazon can sell any product it wants, that it manufactures at any price, it could drive any retailer out of business with the snap of a finger. Like that's, the definition of anti-competitive, isn't it?
0: Uh, it is, but there's still a lot of competition, what they would argue. I think the FTC has a very tough uh, road to hoe, honestly. I think these guys are, uh, you know, I think the Verge article says that their budget is less than $350 million a that. year. Right. Uh, while Facebook makes billions every quarter, that's, not to mention Facebook. Google or Amazon, oh, right. and, that's, that's and who the, the hell are you going to take on, right? Yeah, that's, that's in the couch. 000. They're like, oh, yeah. three hundred fifty million. There it is. Yeah, yeah. three hundred fifty million. That, that that's less than they spend on a new data center right. uh, every other day. Yeah, you know, right. hell, that's probably their support budget for a data center. Um,
1: day. Yeah. No, so right. I,
0: I I think it's going to be really hard for them to do that, but you know. The government does have, you know.
1: Well, here's what they have here. here. Let me, let me. this is where we're going to bring this, you know, full circle here to what we're all about on the comm side is they've got public opinion. The yeah.
0: Has. Yeah, there you go.
1: Right. They, they are, you know, right now, you know, who isn't popular? Internet billionaires, turns out. Yeah, but, turns uh, out. It, you know, so, but you know, this is the time that the federal government has the ability, I think, to push back if it wants to, because I think in general, most people look, and by the way, this is why it probably works for the government is it's a bipartisan issue. And in fact, it probably is in terms of breaking up big tech, something that Republicans feel more strongly about than Democrats, I would say. You know, big tech is traditionally considered to be like a liberal, you know, offspring institution so uh and republicans are the ones who have been pissed about big tech but it it, it, ironically big tech is you know probably needs to lean on the republicans because uh big tech wants to say hey government hands off like you're stifling uh you know our, our business like what gives you the right to do that so it's a thorny issue but i think the government definitely has uh public opinion on its side right now
0: Uh, I don't think big tech has either on their side right now. And, you know, you say there's public, uh, you know, they're fighting in the court of public opinion for sure. Uh, And I don't think they have anybody in government really on their side in terms of making this happen. But what I do think they have uh, probably laws or in their favor or that they can point to, to say that they're not, this isn't AT&T. Right when they broke up AT and T because AT and T pretty much dominated the whole place. This isn't um, you know Standard Oil or the robber barons of you know rail. (laughs) There's enough. There's enough out there. Barely though, right? It's just so barely, and I think they're going to be able to walk this line. Well, they'll be able to to get away with it, and maybe have you know, one or two things that they might have to give up.
1: Right, right. But it's, it's not really going to
0: stop there. Yeah, it's a watered right. down version of um, hell. It's not even a hand slap. It's like, hey, put your right. hands out and let me uh, wash it a little bit for you.
1: You're right. They can um, drag it. They can drag it on forever. They can fight back all over the place. But I think your initial point was the right one, which is there is it's hard to argue that the practices of these big tech companies are not at least to some extent, if not a significant extent, anti-competitive. Well, uh, and I, I, some, some regulation, because honestly, look, we know, you said it yourself, right? You know We know what Facebook and Twitter, the role they played in the 2016 and 2020 presidential elections. We know that when you go shopping these days, you know probably 90% of the online purchases you make are at Amazon. Right. We we know this stuff. We know that everybody uses Google. I can't even when's the last time you used a search engine that wasn't Google. Right. So we know that they're anti-competitive. I could I, I don't think there's it's hard to I So think hard to demonstrate otherwise.
0: So if you're not gonna win the breakup antitrust game, I think the government can go a different way. And I right. think they can strengthen privacy laws for citizens, right? right. Put right. the power right. back put the power back into the users, right? So Facebook, Love that. Is, Love
1: that. Yeah.
0: Facebook is like pissed off at Apple right now because all this data, uh, sharing is going to be gone in their next iOS update. So you can actually tell your phone to, you know, stop tracking you. And right. that's really bad. Data is, you know, the new oil. And, yeah. and if the, if we can get it, you know, handle on that like the EU has done with GDRP and the and the yep. and the and the disclosure laws there. I think people will take more comfort in you know uh, towards these companies because they know that they have a little bit of control. Right now, none of us have any control. Like, I don't really want to be on Facebook, but I'm on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I've done. Yeah, yeah, I've taken it off my phone. I still surf it on the web but those fuckers I know they're, they're following me around somewhere <laughs> you know
1: we're like forced to, we're forced to embrace our captors uh, again yeah. you know we yeah. almost don't have a choice but uh and I, I think you know I was going to say like there's something I want to connect this to that we're going to talk about later but I think there's these stages I the seven stages of grief you remember the seven stages of grief you know what those are do you remember those
0: uh, like some, yeah i've like, heard of like, those like psych
1: 101 right this yep, like yep. shock and denial
0: yeah
1: by pain and guilt anger yep. and bargaining depression blah 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 so i think these are the seven stages of grief the, I, I think the big tech companies when they're attacked in this way rightfully or otherwise they go through this process right so the, the first stage is shock and denial they're like hey like how could you come at us like all the we're giving you these tools for free like we didn't do anything like you know so they they start right at that at that point in the process and then it's like oh you know feel bad for us like you know this is you're going to drag our names through the mud and you're attacking us in the media and it's the president of the united states and you know like we're under attack here feel bad for us and then they get to the third stage which is anger and bargaining and i think that's what you were alluding to which is yeah Yeah. we're gonna have to find like a way to to work this out because uh, we don't see any other recourse.
0: Something's got to be done, right? They, they're yeah. getting out there. But the big question, how scared should you be of Fang? Or how, fa- how scared should Fang be uh, scared of this new FTC and, and Lena Khan? Not very much. I, 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 dude, mean, you I did you missed it. You missed it. Con! <laughs> the con. That was a con.
1: I gotta do one and a half drinks for that. For the con. Yeah, you set me up perfectly. Uh, I left it right there at the end, man. I laid it up. Dude. Oh, that was a softball, man. That was a layup. I missed that. That was a bunny. I, mean, I should have had it. Um yeah, con. Uh I, I think you're you you nailed it before, man. They they don't they probably don't need to be too worried. It will result in some you know, arrangement, I'm sure ultimately, but I think we're stuck. I think these guys aren't going anywhere and they're going to, you know, control those markets. And I'm not, it's that, a, you know what? It's a is good thing.
0: It, it, they're the, the financial equivalent of too big to fail. Right? I was There's, just yeah. thinking that before we got on the pod, man. It's a yeah. leaning thing. Like, what are we going to do one of these days
1: when Facebook or Amazon's like, well, you know, I can't pay my bills or like we, well, something yeah. happened?
0: Yeah, you know check- what happens? You end up like parlor. Yeah, right.
1: Something could happen. Like, if you're, they're like the Lehman Brothers. They're they're like, you know, are they going to come to the government and be like, look? I mean, you could make a case, and I think this has come up before. And then we can move on to another topic. But this has come up before, where I, I, think, Facebook. You know, I'm thinking back to like the Arab Spring, which was like what, like 2018 or something. Like, you could, you could make a credible case that Facebook was important, was necessary. For connecting people. Facebook could, could credibly argue, you can't break us up. Like it, it's important for freedom and democracy uh, in, in the Middle East. You, you can't shut Facebook down.
0: Oh you yeah, got, they got, yeah, they're, right? they're, they're, they're not gonna lie down still. So all right, so here, here's a question for yeah. you.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: So you're a fang company. Okay. And Lena, I'm not gonna say her last name right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> She's coming you. at you. Yeah. How loud do you yell? Is it a Shatner loud? Right. And it, you have to give your answer, or is it a meek little tiny non Shatner? So give us your response. Uh, You're Fang. Yeah. How do you say that name? Con? Yeah, there you go. You're not even scared. That's a swat and a gnat, dude. It's terrible. There's no con. Come on! So
1: I I was looking right before we got on the. um, So there's hearings today in Washington, and Jack Dorsey, Twitter's chief executive, and Zuckerberg were there, and they're on Capitol Hill, and they're uh, and also uh, Sundar Pichai. Pichai, I'm not sure how to pronounce the uh, Google CEO's last name. Anyway, uh, they're out there talking. They asked Jack Dorsey if he felt that Twitter played a role in the Capitol riots January 6th. Right. So if he was. William Shatner in the Wrath of Khan, he would have been like, "Hell no!" It was, we did. It, 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 we're just a platform. You can't pin this on us. You can. But instead, he gave the yeah, kind of. A, he, he he said, uh, "What do you say?" I got it ready. He says, "Yes, but you have to take also have to take into consideration the broader ecosystem. It's not just about the tech systems that we use." So that was his version of Khan. He didn't really have the – he couldn't say, no, it wasn't us, because he knows the truth, right? Uh,
0: oh, man. Uh, too bad. They're, they're doing the, co- the committee hearings right now. It's a subcommittee on co- communications and tele- technology yep. and consumer protection and commerce for the Committee of Energy and Commerce. Can we interrupt their live feed and just yell, con? I would help. <laughs> How startled would those people
1: be? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? But I tell you what, man, it makes sense. I, I think you got to get that meme rolling out there. Out there. Yeah. We got to push that. It's got to go viral.
0: All right, dude. That, that was a good conversation. Uh, yeah. I, so, Kevin, I got to give it up for you. Uh, I'll let everybody know that you're the creative one on this bunch. You're coming up with these names, you're coming up with these things. And I was out walking the dog last night and I was like, oh my God, it's a visit from the messaging doc. We're going to do it again. You uh, thought of this last week. And yeah. I was like, oh wait, if people don't messaging doc, PR people know, right. Calls people know. Right. So anybody else who's just listening for fun, which is what millions of you, um, this is messaging doc means messaging document. And it is a key piece of collateral that, a bunch of people from the CEO down, usually a marketing person or a PR person comes together and writes down, you know, quick, impactful messages. They're trying to speak in a headline and you use the messaging doc to guide you in terms of doing an immediate interview or hell, even a messaging doc for the whole company of how to speak and sell stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a super valuable document. And if you're not in marketing, you almost never see it. You just realize that, hey, this company stands for saving the planet. Right. That's what we're gonna do. You know, you don't even know that that was cooked up you know, by some PR guy. And, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. For hours. right. So this week we've got how do we how do we set this up, Kevin? Okay, so the for for
1: starters, like the the messaging doc is as Dave described. Uh, we all understand that now. The PR Background, but but for purposes of our show, the messaging doc is actually a messaging doctor. Okay, so doctor, we're gonna, like, doctor exactly. So Dave and I are going to do, yeah, we're going to do like a, a doctor patient uh, meeting, uh, and and we're going to role play it, and and in, you know, and the patient, we get to pick like some person place, some some organization or person that needs, you know, messaging or communication support right now, right? That's why they're going to visit the doctor. Right, so I think everybody's got it. Uh, last week we did oh Disneyland. That's right, Disneyland was our our first patient, and and today, the patient. I'm uh, so obviously, excited about this. Good <laughs> man. Good. The, the patient today is Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: Cinnamon uh, Toast Crunch, and
1: I'm the uh, patient, the right? Place. You're the sure, yeah, you're <laughs> the patient, absolutely. And and there, you're you're here. Well, you're going to tell us why why you're here, but you were in the news this week, so Dave. Uh, uh, thanks for coming to see The Doctor. Wait, hold on,
0: Kevin. we got oh, to yes. set this up a little bit. Okay, okay, go ahead. Sure. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch is in the news this week because and if you haven't seen it, you guys got to go find it on Twitter. Um, some, a guy named uh, Jensen Carp, some comedian of some sort, he says it's a comedian, uh, posted on Twitter that uh, he had shrimp tails in his Cinnamon toast so crunch, and if you see the photos, it looks like cinnamon toast crunch. I'm not cinnamon toast crunch with shrimp tails in it, and like yeah. you look at it, and he's got close ups, and and it's like it's pretty gross. And then he went out and found some other stuff inside the box. So this oh. is a classic, either tampered with or low quality box, and um, or or so- the guy made it all up. Or the guy made it all up. But anyways, yeah, this patient this week is Cinnamon Toast Crunch and he's going to go see the messaging doc, Kevin Wolf. That's right.
1: All right. All right. So uh, I'm glad I was able to fit you in. Uh, You know, I I obviously see a lot of consumer brands. Uh, That's the kind of the focus of my practice. So I'm I'm glad you could. uh, Glad I could make time to see you. Cinnamon Toast. Uh, can I call you Cinnamon or Cinnamon Toast? What do you? How do you prefer?
0: What, what? Yeah, yeah, my full name is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but right, Cinnamon's no. fine. Cinnamon's yeah. fine. Cinnamon Toast, CTC. I'm down with that. It doesn't oh. matter. Okay, okay.
1: And and yeah, like just as long as on on the uh, health insurance information doc you filled out before you came in, just make sure you put your full name in there. I want to make sure we build this properly. Get reimbursed for. For this year, we can hit up the insurance company pretty hard. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm covered with my health insurance under General Mills. <laughs> okay, oh.
1: Perfect, it's been comprehensive coverage. All right, so uh, CTC, I'm I'm, uh, I'm glad that uh, it's good to see you. Um, we I haven't seen you. You you guys have been around for uh, I think it's about almost 40 years. It's our first time uh, getting together. It must you, you, things are going pretty well for you. Like you've yeah, been first established yourself on the on the cereal aisle. What what the, what what's going on? This, uh, what are I, doing? You know,
0: uh, listen. Like I'm, I've been a favorite of young kids and adults for a very long time.
1: That's true. And,
0: and all is good. And I taste great.
1: <laughs> you do. You're sweet and crunchy. Uh, you're. I don't know. There, there's something. Yes, I agree with you. Ctc, you're you're, you're fabulous. Like I, look, we have multiple series <laughs> in my house. You're right up there on in, in the group. Absolutely.
0: But I got a problem this week. Some random third string washed up podcaster wannabe celebrity.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> he, Everybody on he here, said,
1: go on. Yeah.
0: He said he's a comedian. Uh-huh. Um, said he found shrimp in me. He huh? did what? <laughs> shrimp tails in me. Shri- shrimp, shrimp tails and cinnamon toast crunch.
1: It's shrimp tails and cinnamon Is that and toast a new, crunch. Were you, guys, uh, were you guys testing a new a new product
0: line? It, was now it there's tails? no. But here's the thing. Okay. Mom and Dad over there at General Mills and in the yeah. corporate communications department, social media manager people. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Kind of apparently mishandled this one, and it went oh. all over the internet. Yeah. They responded by being dismissive of jensen carp mr comedian and they they said they'd give a box and they didn't believe me they accused me of almost lying and right
1: they're they're basically it's the same this is i I, it's the same uh playbook you can see here whether it's intentional or not that big tech right it's it's this anger it's this like oh it wasn't us it's denial right they're going through the seven stages of grief but it's not a great PR strategy, Cinnamon Toast. So you, you gotta you gotta make some adjustments here. What, look, you and I, uh, I, I you're a smart guy, Cinnamon Toast. You've been in the market for a long time, very successful. Having had a week to think about your your sugar coated shrimp tails uh, in the box, what do you think you you might have done differently from a communications perspective when when this started to come? Well, up? I would
0: tell I would have told those guys who made me. Um... Uh, Believe, <laughs> consumer. Yeah. it's possible See?
1: right belief? i mean i
0: got fans this guy this guy eats cinnamon toast crunch it's not yeah. like he's gonna just open up a box and dump out stuff and say hey you know i'm gonna go on twitter today and say no <laughs> yeah. you, you know <laughs> like, what you take gotta, it down
1: listen cinnamon toast here's a piece of advice own it next time right just own it and you look you 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 know cobble to get your design department to cobble together a box of cinnamon toast shrimp tails and promote the shit out of that and you know you throw an apology in there uh, obviously we're, we're just sorry that this happened but you make it uh you make light of it uh because as with everything these days it's all about public opinion right so what you really want to do right now uh jensen's got the upper hand on you and he's a comedian to boot and he's just making you look bad you, you gotta one-up him the strategy yeah so, to go back with embracing instead of fighting go back and embrace it and be like oh yeah what do you think of our new cinnamon coated shrimp tails cinnamon that's what you got to do uh, don't don't uh,
0: don't resist embrace so this is what mom and dad did <laughs> they investigated just by looking at the photos and said that these clearly looking shrimp tails inside of one of my boxes right, didn't look like shrimp, and it was just sugar-coated, whatever, thoroughly blended, and sometimes that happens.
1: It, that does happen sometimes. What do it <laughs> look like? To, okay, we're obviously, a, you know, uh, an audio-only uh, uh, medium here in terms of the way we deliver this uh, this thing, but you can find these pictures on the internet. Do they look like shrimp tails? I can see that, but they could also just be like, sometimes the sugar and the cinnamon toast, like, it, it sometimes just kind of... Does weird shit, right? Okay.
0: okay, I, 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 I am, I am, I'm CTC on okay. this. I know what's yeah. in me. Yeah, those are fucking yeah. shrimp tails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never yeah. had that in
0: me ever. Those are oh, shrimp tails. They are none. not. They are not sugary co- oh, amalgamations of coagulated koala- whatever
1: yeah yeah Murder. yeah i appreciate your honesty Simon. You know the honesty is, is the right and
0: experience. i just yeah <laughs> good uh, good for you good for you yeah i hear you man so doc what, what what's the can you just summarize what i should have been doing i mean uh yeah no, somebody I... messed up and it wasn't my fault i was just trying to be sugary cereal it's tasty. <laughs> you're just being yourself you're just trying to be
1: tasty I uh you know listen cinnamon uh here's my advice don't do anything for two weeks actually it won't even take that long don't don't do anything for like three days the whole thing's gonna blow over uh as far as my five-year-old at home knows cinnamon toast crunch is still one of his top two or three favorite cereals. we're gonna keep buying it (laughs) yes i love it it, buy me
0: (laughs) absolutely
1: absolutely cinnamon it's gonna blow over um, embrace it. Make some light out of it. Throw an apology out there, and and move the f on. Uh, you got nothing to worry about. Your uh, your legacy is, uh, is is solid.
0: Thank you for the advice, Doc. I'll <laughs> I'll take that. Whatever you do, just don't pre- don't um, prescribe Lisa Kahn to me. Kahn.
1: <laughs> Here we go. We're right on. We time. got it. Right on yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Nice man. Good job.
0: All right, dude. La- last part of. I hope you guys like that. We've been working on that all for three minutes before the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like everything else.
0: Yeah. Uh, rep, fire, and refer, the always popular uh, episode, and we got to come up with these every week. We'd be happy to take your suggestions on who we can rep, fire, or refer every week. We've done politicians. We've done um, royalty. And this week we are talking about locations. All right, Kevin. So it's the summer travel planning edition of Rep Fire and Refer.
1: Yeah, and and you know, uh, I was I, I I think summer vacation just been on my mind. You asked me about it last week, actually, when we were oh, talking. I, I've been t- thinking t- about some. Yeah, I was thinking about summer. T- it's a
0: good reason why, dude, because today, March twenty fifth, Christmas was uh, three months ago. So now you're kind of like at that halfway point to where you can go look at summer. So,
1: right. Right. I'm ready for it. Uh, the weather has uh, been pretty decent around here. So I thought we would do like a, a summer travel edition. So I, I thought, you know, there's uh, actually I got two places. You're going to have to come up with the third. I, I got a third suggestion, but uh, I was thinking like places you might go on vacation this summer. Right. Given everything that's going on in the country and in the world, you know, there there's like, you know, there's, there's plenty of places you might consider. So So let's let's just go with this. Like, for example, one of them we're going to do is, is Florida, right? Is this a good time to go to Florida? Florida certainly thinks so. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. So that, that's, that's one Southern California is another one where, you know, immensely popular. If you like the beach, you know, if you like the summer, like it doesn't get much better than Southern California, but also Southern California I mean, like California in general has, you know, kind of been a shit show as far as the pandemic is concerned, and, you know, the the politics swing both ways, and like definitely will be a lot of crowded beaches and so forth in Southern California this summer. We need a third, third location. Dave, you got any suggestions?
0: Uh, not the one that you listed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I,
1: okay so we <laughs> live on the West coast I was think, I know you've made this trip before you
0: could you could choose Brazil how about Brazil
1: Brazil see that wouldn't even be I would love to go to Brazil I think but like that my family's not getting to Brazil like that's why it didn't occur to me but sure we could do Brazil I like, do
0: Brazil because I I, I think you there, there's big issues going on down there I mean good. like it, it's a hotbed right, so Florida Socal Brazil yeah it's a you, you got this one. Dave, I, I got it. it. You got it. You I got it. it.
1: You got to rep, fire, and refer each one.
0: This is too easy for me, dude. Okay, so, good. Uh, I, I, I am referring Brazil because that is just such a tough, sad situation going down there, and uh, yeah. and it's uh, this is a suburban travel planning edition, and I want to be positive uh about my thinking of the summertime and yeah, brazil's just, sure. just not going to help me get there and, and you know it's going to be like you know their winter time down there so i can't imagine it getting any better Good and i point. hope they get a lot of help so i'm going to refer that to somebody who um, maybe somebody who speaks spanish yeah uh, they speak portuguese there so oh, shit Dude, that's yeah. Where's the edit? Button? No, hey, no wonder your family's not going to Brazil. Oh no, no like man, on. that's awful.
1: Sorry, man. I want to apologize to all the Brazilian. But 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 you you, Toast you crunch Eaters. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, you you'd happily show up at a Brazilian barbecue, right? Steakhouse.
1: Oh, yeah, I love Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> No wonder, though, when I go in there and speak Spanish, people look at me like I'm crazy. I know why. Yeah, because they speak Portuguese. There you go. I get it now. I get Fucking it. Fucking
0: ignorant bastard.
1: I'm awful, man. Apologies, apologies, apologies.
0: Uh, so, uh, Florida, I'm gonna fire. I'm just done with Florida, man. Like you know, I mean, Absolutely. googling Florida, man, and picking any date is enough for me to fire them. So. Absolutely. Um, and SoCal, I guess I'm going to rep, I think, you know, they got, uh, you know, over the, as a Northern California guy, uh, it's taken me a while to warm up to Southern California, but it's got its charms. It's, 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 it's thing. And there's a lot going on down there and I gotta respect them and I gotta learn about them. So I'm going to rep. SoCal.
1: that's a good call. I, I can't disagree with you on this one. I, I, I'm, I'll join you in SoCal for the summer. I think it's, uh, not the worst place to be. Although Brazil, you know, it's, 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 there's, I don't know. I'm, I'm now you you got me thinking. So maybe I'll have to expand my horizons and, uh, and consider and consider getting down there at some point, but no, I think you're on the right track, man. Southern California, uh, hot summer days, uh, makes me, you know, what it makes me think of Dave. What's that? makes me think of seals and Croft.
0: Oh, seals and Croft. Right. So. Summer, All right.
1: breeze. summer breeze.
0: So we are off next week, guys, and summer can't be here soon enough. Kevin, thank you again for well, I thank guess you. we'll be back. We'll, we'll be back, what, April 8th or something like that? We're going to do a little spring yeah. break with the family. Um, and uh, we'll be that much closer to summer. We'll, t- we'll see you guys later. Come on! <laughs> what a play. shining through the window lets me know everything's alright